Judge is ready. Hold on, wait. Can we get Froyo before we start this? Melissa, we already started recording. <sighs> we discussed what kids were frustrated with this week. You helped yourself to water from my Brita. We did the Judge is ready thing. The next step is recording, which I will point out once again, we are already doing. I promise to feel motivated after I eat some Froyo, okay? No, not okay. First, I'm lactose intolerant. And Sorry. second, it's too cold for Froyo. Yes, but it's never too cold for procrastination. We're already two days late. Oh, wait a minute. Now I understand how this is going to segue. This week's episode is about overcoming your mid-season motivation block. You know, that point about halfway through February where you completely stop caring about your piece, your speech is boring, and you are so sick of your coach telling you to enunciate that same line every practice, and all you want to do is wait for House of Cards to come back. Forensics Faces is here for you. Today we'll share some of our best brain block busters. And yes, alliteration is one of them. This This is is Forensics Faces. Hey, Melissa. Hi, Kurt. How are you? I am doing well. How about you? I am excellent. Excellent. Sorry about the delay, everyone. Yeah, sorry about it, guys. Somebody wasn't feeling very well on Monday night. This week it wasn't me. (laughs) And I was like, let's not do that. And I was like, okay, I'll just hang at home and catch up on the TV. I miss coaching forensics during the week normally. Exactly. So this week we went to Hortonville. Yes. How was your day at Hortonville? It was lovely. I got a little lost since the last time we've been there. They renovated their high school. So everything is like big and beautiful and fancy. And I was completely turned around. Isn't it crazy how much we know these high schools and like they change something like oh I don't know an entire half of the school (laughs) and you're suddenly like have we ever been here before? I don't don't understand. Where is the polar bear? I need to I need to situate myself with directions. But they moved the darn darn polar bear. Now it's in their big beautiful commons. Yes. Which is which is very big and beautiful and it was really was really lovely. But yeah I did I was like I don't know where I'm going in this school anymore. Yeah. And, and no I used concept. to. I used to have a really strong Exactly. My students were like, where do we find the polar bear? I was like, oh, you just need to go to the gym. It's on the other side of the school from mm-hmm. where the cafeteria right, is. Blah, except, blah, no, blah. it's right when we walk in. <sighs> Boom. But it does look nice in its new fancy case. It Easy does. Easy to take a team picture with. Right. But there was a glare. Did oh, Did you is get there? a glare on your photos? Oh, I didn't look at my photos. I don't yeah, take them. Yeah, there's a glare from the overhead <laughs> lights on the polar bear. We should get them to adjust those for I next agree. season. I'll write a letter. Yeah. A really strong worded letter. <laughs> So no, yeah, it was a it was a good day at Hortonville. It was nice yeah. to nice to be up north again. Mm-hmm. People don't actually talk like that. I just, I'm really glad they don't actually. Said that. Sorry, Kurt. So better luck with your other accents. Thank you. You have a lot of better ones in we'll your repertoire. S- we'll see how they go. <laughs> Who knows which ones will come out this week? Oh goodness. So this week we are talking about mid-season slump. Yes, I noticed handing out ballots or critique sheets on the bus this week, there were a lot of disappointed students who felt that, one, they thought they weren't judged fairly, but that's not something you can really say. But two, it's really starting to show the kids who are still putting in effort and still putting in work and those who are still just sort of riding along Mm -hmm. on that same energy from five weeks ago now. Right. So I thought that it would be a perfect topic to talk about how to overcome that, some... Melissa Kurt tips. And I agree tricks. with most of that, except that these aren't really Melissa Kurt tips. Like these are all you. Oh. You have a lot of really good suggestions for how to get out of the mid-season slump. Thank and you. I'll be like different teams have different processes, and I'd say my team is probably 
not quite to that mid-season slump yet because we didn't start as early as you guys did. <laughs> Overachievers. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like my kids are probably like they're still finding new things to work on and new things to do. Um, and especially now there's like some of them are looking at deck and some of them are looking at national qualifying categories that otherwise they are not doing on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how we're beating the mid-season slump. <laughs> but for kids who have done the same thing and they've been practicing it for weeks before the season even started, um, you came up with a lot of really, really good ideas. Thank you. That, uh, I will definitely put into practice when that slump does hit. I wonder if everyone so, can hear my blush right now oh, to my, wow. my Kurt compliments. I do. I compliment. Yes. It's just whatever you give, <laughs> whatever a, you give them to me, I'm they're so li- genuine I'm a little sincere. withholding, I suppose. <laughs> Only a little. Just a little. <laughs> but yeah, I decided... So take us through it. I'm going to just interview you now. Oh. So let's do oh that. We're going to do that. Okay. So Melissa, we're going to start with um, Speech Kids. Okay. Where, where forensics begins. Let's yes. start at the very beginning. Okay. Speech. And I feel like speech is one of the harder ones to overcome because you don't want to... Some, an interpreter could just go get a new piece or add in some new cuttings, but it can be a little hard with speech. So I've got four or five tips to hopefully help you all out with that. One that I just did this week is with one of my orders is picking three lines from in your piece, whether it's a joke or two that are falling flat or maybe a statistic that doesn't feel as powerful anymore and just rewriting them. Get rid of it. Find a new fresh way to talk about something or new fresh way to bring across a joke and see how that works another great and if you don't think that your speech has lines that you could fix you're wrong you're wrong, you're just wrong. <laughs> like, like, there's always something that could be better and if you don't know what it is talk to your coach talk to one of your teammates talk to any one of your competitors who has sat through rounds with you they will let you know where the weakness lies and don't take offense no. It can only make you better. Yeah, it's not someone being mean. It's just someone telling you, you have, you're better than this. Like, you're way more talented than this line. So take it as a compliment. Yeah. Why not? Uh, another one is trying to find a new place to add a pop culture reference. I know this sounds like cheesy and sort of like a cheap shot, but it's a really great way to show that you are still that your speech is still evolving and you're still taking opportunities to make sure that it's fresh and make sure that's engaging. So are you talking about a pop culture reference that's like so new that it couldn't have been put in at the beginning of the season? No. I mean, that's great if you're just suddenly like talking about Left Shark when you're doing an oratory about not having to fit in. Right. But it's also great if you are just deciding to make an older pop culture reference that you just know that everyone's going to get because I feel like sometimes students forget that their audience is both their peers they're competing against, but also the judges that are judging them. And it's a wide variety of ages of people mm-hmm. who are judging you around. So you want to make sure that the references that, are, that you're using appeal to everyone. And sometimes it can be a struggle to find that pop culture reference, and other times you'll find it comes super easily. Like a left shark joke. My kids are all about that left <laughs> shark joke. Referring, of course, to the left shark at Katy Perry's Super Bowl performance. <sighs> For anybody who didn't get that. Yes, please go watch it. And you will completely understand <laughs> yes. what left shark is, what left shark embodies. Um no, Melissa, do you have any other uh, <laughs> suggestions <laughs> for our kiddies? 
doing your speech in a horrible accent. Although, Kurt, that one was pretty on point. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That was terrible. <laughs> the kids might that say was, that accent was on fleek. That was solo hum terrible. <laughs> that was like, yeah, no, 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 no. No, but it can be really fun to just do something different with your piece. You're still running through the motions. You're still... Um, quoting the right lines you're still saying it in the right order and still with the right vigor and enthusiasm but you're doing it in a really terrible accent and that can really make it a lot more fun to practice because you can only talk to a wall in your same own boring voice <laughs> so many times and then not everybody is blessed with a beautiful voice yes my infam- just, my now infamous dulcet tone that you just want to listen to all the time oh. like those of podcast hosts yes for example yeah those yes those rare beautiful voices yes hello fans hi (laughs) but it also can be fun for your teammates just to get to listen to it makes it it just makes practice a little bit more fun and your coach will love it it. (laughs) when kids do it it's one of my favorite things uh and this is one of my favorite things to do with speech kids when the next time you go to practice your speech pick up one of your teammates binders and perform your speech as an Overly dramatic, horrible prose piece. So, you know, a prose piece. Just a prose piece. Ooh. <laughs> as I'm throwing down as a former throwing speech shade. kid. Like, speech kids, don't overdo it. Just do it exactly like what you think prose looks like, <laughs> and you'll probably get it on point. <laughs> but it's a really great way to approach it from a different sort of different arena. And also, again, it just makes it more fun to do. You're still getting in the practice time, but you're just having way more fun with it. And that's one of the issues with practice is that you get to the point where you can only talk to the same wall spot so many times. You can only have your same friend listen. You give the same eight-minute speech over and over again. So it's making it a little more interesting for everyone around you. Also, your coaches won't tell you this, but sometimes we get bored too. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm just sick of hearing about you. And I need to make it more interesting for myself. Yeah. We've got some more more coach tips later down. Not there yet. <laughs> Congratulations, Have, I'm not Kurt. seeing you enough to get bored with you. Ooh. I'd, I'd, I'd love to be bored with you. Come on in. All right. So we talked about speakers. Yes. What about actors who don't want to act no more? Ooh, and please know that Kurt quoted that directly from what I have it's, written it's in her outline. right off the outline. <laughs> uh, so this is one that I sort of came up with and now cannot wait to make someone do. Spend a day on social media tweeting and posting Instagram pictures and Facebook posts as one of the characters from your piece. It can be a really great way to feel more connected to your character. And also, it's a super fun way to confuse all of your followers. <laughs> like, if you just started suddenly posting as a weird fourth grader with testing anxiety problems, one of my students on my team, and you just start using the same sort of verbiage that they would use and the sort of tones that they would use, and then you can hate your character a little less. I would hope. I would hope that nobody hates their character. That's such a sad thing to it, hear. Yeah, but I mean, it does happen. I suppose. Another but, like, like you can tell though when a kid. Hates oh, you totally their character, can. You know, like, and and it's not just in forensics. Like that's true in the theater world as well. Like, you you want to sense the affection that an actor has for the people they're playing. So. But sometimes that is just finding a a new way to fall back in love with them, yeah. and maybe that's. Instagramming as them or tweeting as them, maybe give go a and, shot. And see yeah, what go tweet, go create a whole new Twitter account for them. And Ooh. if and if you and if you uh, at, if you start following forensics faces, I promise that I will follow you right back, and we can have Twitter conversations, and it'll be tons of fun. There we so, go. We want to see the best of your actual or your 
character. I guess your actual character. Yes, your best Twitter. actual fake Twitter accounts. Yes. I will totally follow them. I'm an excellent Twitter friend. I will <laughs> send you lots of favorites. It'll be great. At Forensics Faces. Yes. Get our plug in. Mm-hmm. Another fun thing to do is go practice your piece in a space you've never done it before. And this applies for all people, all forensic students. One of my favorite things, and I did this for one of my past students, Mackenzie. She was so done with her piece. It was right before nationals. So I dragged her from our normal classroom down to the auditorium and made her do her entire HI on stage. It gives you a whole different mood. It sets a completely different tone. And it's sort of an aspirational aspect. You want to hopefully get to perform your piece on a stage of some sort someday. And it's just way more fun that way. Mm-hmm. Also, running through your piece in the car at full out, at whatever whatever weird voices you use, whatever yelling and volume you use, because it can just be fun. And again, it's just another way just to be able to get practice time in without sort of feeling stuck in the mud about it. Make sure to do that not while driving so you don't endanger others i mean you can no (laughs) you're not closing your eyes if you're just yelling your piece i don't know okay kurt says safety first melissa says that's how you get the first kurt doesn't appreciate it no okay (laughs) fine i'll back be safe while driving at all times (laughs) okay safety first arrive alive yep uh last tip for actors also could apply to interpreters practice in front of the mirror it is not fun and it can be very <laughs> awkward but it also is an excellent way to see what your audience is seeing whether or not you are actually hunching forward enough in a character because it might feel like it to you but it might not look like it to your audience whether or not your snaps actually look clean whether or not your blocking actually lines up you know what's a really great space to do this in if you can get access to one is a dance studio oh. because they have full wall mirrors um so as an actor you do want to be able to see your whole body and they're positioned in such a way that you can see your feet all the way up to the top of your head and so there's no point at which you can ignore something and that's something you can't get in like a bathroom because you can really only see like your torso well at Sheboygan South there's only one restroom on the second like one set of restrooms on the second floor and it's kind of a long walk from where our like forensics headquarters are, but there is a full-length mirror only in the women's restroom. But luckily, we're the last people normally in that section of the building. So I will send kids, male or female, to go practice in front of that mirror. I All will right. station someone outside of it to let them know, hey, come out of the bathroom, and we'll explain to any staff members that come in. And at this point, they're very used to us. Yeah. <laughs> but if we so don't have a if you happen studio, to be at Sheboygan South. Yes. I will show you the second floor restaurant. There is a way to go in. about doing this. But otherwise, dance studios are a great place to get that. Yes. And, like, it's the whole room. So you have a chance to, like... See yourself from all angles. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how much you move. You can also... You can see everything. It's great. It's, it really is great. I mean, obviously, that's why dancers have that, so they can mm-hmm. see body position. Um, and not enough actors think about body position enough. Exactly. Because you, you, it may feel right to you, but it might not look right to everyone else. So you have to be really aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So what about interpreters? Specifically interpreters, what can they do? Practice without your binder. Most likely your piece is going to be memorized. If you've been doing your piece this far in the season, there's a good chance that you know most of it anyway. Just set your binder down and do your piece without it. Explore what it is with two hands. 
feel what it's like to not have that sort of handicap of your binder, you'll find that gestures might come more naturally to you that way. And that's the sort of feeling you want to come across. You want your gestures to be natural. So just set your binder down and see what it's like. And as we did with the speech kids picking up a binder, perform your, your interpiece as if it were speech. Yeah. Do it in a different way. Perform it. Do the do the cheesy transition walking that we do in speech to show that we're moving around. Do the sort of speech gestures that everyone <laughs> associates, and see how different your speech your piece will feel. It's just another way. We just want you to be still having fun. Once forensic isn't fun anymore. Yeah, you have to play with it. Yeah, just play. And we want you to enjoy yourselves. Uh, things that everyone can do, no matter their category. And it's something that we started doing two or three years ago, maybe even longer. It's more of a Ben thing than a Melissa thing. Okay. But recording ourselves, it sucks, okay? <laughs> it's not fun to stand in a classroom alone. So you're talking about video recording. Video recording yourself. But you can also do audio because it helps with memorization and with making sure that your vocals are actually being understood kids but who have this, problems with enunciation this, oh yeah absolutely i will make them listen to themselves just an audio recording but but at this point a video a visual, recording you can see it so this is like doing it in front of a mirror but now will not let you ignore yeah. the things that you are doing yes. because you don't have to also be doing your piece while watching yes and with a recording we will make our students go back watch themselves and take notes I understand you don't ever want to have to stare at yourself in this matter. I know that it's totally unfun, but you will be so surprised how often you will see things that you did not realize about yourself. Mm -hmm. You can also pause your performance and rewind it, which is a really beneficial thing. Yeah. I mean, coaches will often say that one of the best ways to be coached in forensics is to be the coach. And so this is an opportunity for you to coach yourself, um, which also moves nicely into your next suggestion which is group practices yes i there was the forensic spaces episode with miss mary wacker where she talked about how she really enjoys leading group practices so there's something that we have completely integrated into our practice schedule that's it tends to be friday nights for us uh, because a few of our kids are at congress but it's a really great way one for kids to get to finally see each other's pieces because you don't always get that opportunity and two they're, you're more listen to more likely to listen to what your friends have to think than your coach who's been mm-hmm. saying the same thing to you over and over again. And being able to give critique to others will help you figure out the things that you enjoy out of a forensics piece. So maybe you're just like, that person is just so charismatic. Oh, well, maybe I should work on having more charisma in my speech because then maybe I'll be more likable too. Right. So taking that opportunity to perform that in that respect where you get to watch all of your teammates and watch and have them watch you is really it actually can, it also can be a lot of fun and you get the feedback of so many different exactly. so many diverse opinions um and i would say this too if you're a coach who's looking at putting this together make sure you or someone you trust is in the room um kids are fantastic and there are two reasons why i say that and one of them is mary wacker's reasoning which is that this is your opportunity to see who on your team is a really good peer coach yep and so that peer coaching is really important to a forensics team know who's good at it and then encourage them to do it more um but the second reason is more of a kurt needs to be in control of things reason (laughs) which is that you never know what they're going to say and they may have a very spirited suggestion that you know in your heart of hearts is not a good idea. Yeah. And that is when you want to be in the room to very gently say, no. that is a great suggestion. 
Um, but what I would recommend is See, you're so-and-so. Ki- you're kinder than me because when my students make what I label as no-no suggestions, <laughs> I just give them really intense eye contact until they feel deeply awkward and then say, no. No. <laughs> no. But and sometimes you do need to let students try the really dumb, strange things that their friends recommend to oh, realize yeah. that it's dumb and strange. Right. So you just have to let them. And sometimes the things that you think are going to be jokes end up being actual successful things. Uh, two years ago, oh my gosh, three years ago, uh, blocking a duo with Mackenzie Berkey and Ali Macknick, making up a transitional song, some sort of thing to sing. They mm. jokingly suggested singing the tune of a Nicki Minaj song, and then I let them do it. You couldn't recognize the tune. It sounded like it fit the piece, so they kept doing it. Oh, I didn't know that was a Nicki Minaj song. Yeah. It va-va-voom. I hate that noise now. Yeah, that brought back a lot of memories. Yeah. My eye is twitching now. Because you're about to cry. No. Oh. I was hoping. Yeah, definitely not with nostalgia. Oh, I'm hurt on their Maybe behalf. Maybe because there's a piercing feeling in the back of my eyelid. <laughs> Another fun thing to do, being members of the forensics world and being part of some really great organizations with lots of awesome resources, both the NSDA and the WFCA offer their, their final rounds, and in, in the WFCA case, semifinal rounds, of their state or national tournaments for you to be able to watch. So I, when I started coaching, I knew nothing about duo and solo hum and DI. So I watched hours upon hours of final rounds to see what made a great DI, what made a great duo to then pass on to my students. And so I find it to be a really great way to set up aspirations for students to say, oh, you want to, you want to go to nationals and HI? Okay. You have to be this good. Right. You have to be this great. You have to be this committed. Your speech has to be this clean and engaging your piece has to be this funny so taking those tools and also with the wfca just showing them what what gets you to the final round in state you have to be that good right so when they have those aspirations sometimes it's just showing them okay you want to do that you have to be like this person yeah and so if you are a member of the wfca and you do not have the private link to view these videos um, what you can reach out to anybody on the executive board, but specifically you want to get in touch with Katie McClellan, who is the program assistance chair. Um, she will be able to get you that link so you can see the videos if you do not currently have access to them. And she's also just lovely. Yeah, Katie's great. And then a really great thing to do in order to make sure that your coach isn't being bored with you, come to practice with goals. Don't come in just thinking that you're going to just keep running your piece over and over again. Come in and say, I got two critique sheets that commented that my conclusion didn't feel conclusive. Can we work on this? Mm. I had everyone this weekend told me that I wasn't clean enough in my blocking in the climax of my piece. Can we work on just this? So that way you get to come in with the focus, your coach gets to be set up with the focus, and everyone feels like you are accomplishing a goal together. That is always appreciated. Yes. I love when a student comes in and tells me, okay, I just, I really want to change the blocking for this scene. Okay. I would love to help you do that. That way we can get down to business and neither of us feels like we're wasting our time because we're all very busy. Good. So what if you're a coach and you're feeling the mid-season slump, perhaps maybe even more than your students? Mm, I completely feel you. 
I, we, I have been doing forensics now since the middle of October. <laughs> it's been a very long time because we went to the Glen Brooks tournament in Chicago, well, outside of Chicago. So I've been, I feel like I've been doing this for forever and I feel a little bit run down. So I, one, I've been watching national rounds. You can look them up on YouTube, but also on the resources that coaches have in the WFCA and the NSDA. Mm-hmm. I also uh, have been just being inspired by the things I'm seeing as a judge. Finding the things that, seeing a piece that's really good and walking away from around going, I want to coach that, or I want my student to be that good, or I want to feel, I want my students to make other judges feel that way, and figuring out how I can do that, what I need to do to be that good. Also, just sometimes you need to just hang out and vent with your coach friends, which is what the judges lounge is great for. Just <laughs> so taking true. a moment to vent. Also, if you're ever in the judges lounge and you really just need a distraction from the horribleness of your personal life, Kurt, what's the best part of the judges lounge this last weekend? Oh my god, what I, okay. Bus driver talk. Oh my gosh, bus driver club. Hashtag bus drivers club. Find where the bus drivers are sitting. Just listen to pull them. up a chair and listen to them. They are they so have, delightful. They have the most broad spectrum of conversation and it can be so fun to just take yourself out of the forensics world even though you're at a tournament just letting your brain not think about it for a second can be really refreshing yeah bus drivers club is my favorite yes i started live tweeting it for a little bit this weekend (laughs) because i was like this is amazing it was a truly great group of bus drivers who were sharing some awesome stories um and i just love i just love them so judge or coach, go listen in on them and enjoy them. As a judge, I'm starting to get to that point where I've start, I'm starting to see things I've already seen this season. Mm-hmm. And so reminding yourself that you are there as a resource for the students. They're counting on you. So things like falling asleep in the final round that you're judging or doodling on your ballot or looking at your phone in round. I understand that you may not be emotionally invested in it, but the student performing in front of you is. Yeah, there's so, absolutely no excuse for there's, that. There's Melissa's no excuse. being really roundabout and really nice about this. There is absolutely no excuse for doing any of those things if you are judging a forensics round. If you don't want to be there, don't be there. We'll find somebody else. We will find someone else. And if you're a coach who feels like you are scraping at the bit for judges, there are schools that have extra judges and would love to bring you quality qualified quality judges, judges who really care about it and are going to invest. So, yeah, please like there's there's a Facebook page for forensics judges if you're looking for people where people actually volunteer themselves to be judges. So never feel like you have to beg somebody who's going to half-heartedly go through the motions. This got off on something really, really different, but I mean, judging is a big thing in the WFCA. Yeah. We depend on our judges. We need them to care about what they're doing and to make the students know that they care about what they're doing. So yeah, if you're a coach and your mid-season slump is being like, eh, I'll just ask somebody's dad to do it. No, not unless that dad knows what it is and wants to be involved. Yes. But speaking of judging. Yeah. What was the best thing you saw this week? Best thing I saw this week. Do, 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 do. By the way, we did we did ask our Forensic Spaces official composer to write a little jingle for us. I've been told they'll get one in the next 10 days. Nice. Pretty stoked on it. Awesome. Just saying. Best thing I saw Hashtag this week. Hashtag more ukulele. Yay! 
guys. Um, okay, best thing I saw this week is going to be Slim Pickings because I only got to judge two rounds this weekend. I had one round of poetry. The best thing I saw this week is not going to come from that round of poetry. Rather, oh. it will come from the final round of play acting. So obviously the best thing I saw this week was Bus Drivers Club. But after that, I got to, the winning play acting group this week was a duo who is do or I guess they're not a duo. They're a play acting <laughs> group. It's two people um, doing the ultimate script, which was something we saw at Nationals a couple years ago. Um, and it's very well plotted out. Uh, their pacing was excellent. Their characterization is fun. Their timing was good. That was the best thing I saw this week. Good. I I judge play acting this weekend as well, but I judged first round. I feel like Sheboygan judged a lot of the play acting pool this weekend. <laughs> we took care of the play acting. <laughs> we got you guys. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, the best thing I saw this weekend, and I will admit that this person did not get my one because there was oh. a, yeah there was a person who was more cleanly polished than she was, but it was actually in my poetry round. Oh. And I just pulled up my phone while Kurt was talking to pull up her name because I have to be friends with her coach. So, Christy, you get my shout-out for your student, Gwen oh. from Fond du Lac High School. Hey, Gwen, what's up? She did a poetry program of sorts about body positivity and embracing being a large woman and... Her piece just starts with her binder closed and her just saying, I'm fat. And there's nothing. Did you stand up and clap? I wanted to. Like, I I was starting to write my name on the ballot and I just stopped and just made eye contact with her. And I was like, engaged immediately. But she, her piece is just so, the cutting that she and Christy have put together is so great. It's so engaging. It's definitely a little more progressive than a lot of Sheboygan or not Sheboygan Wisconsin friends tends to be there's a little bit of cursing which can be uncomfortable for people but that's true. she doesn't focus on it it doesn't feel out of place or forced or there for shock value and I when she was done and I've said this before I don't clap very often after pieces but when she was done <laughs> I was all about her and then immediately had to go find her coach afterwards to let her know this girl is great what you and her are doing together is awesome. She has a few things that she has to work on. Her belt was very full from me. Well, and lots good. of little notes from her. But she was awesome. So Gwen from Fondy, I'm a fan. Yay. Big fan of you. See, and I didn't see anything that I loved that much. I can just plainly identify the best thing I saw this week. So, Kakana, I'm looking at you. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. I want to see something we're, that makes we're gonna, me want to stand We're going to haunt up. around. Stand up and clap. Get it because they're ghosts. We're gonna haunt. You like my? Oh, I get it. I'm so funny today. I get it. I wish <laughs> I wish our listening audience could see the pose you oh, just struck. There it is. So good. There so good. I'm sure they can hear it in my smile. Just imagine my hair flips. <laughs> but after all this, if you have any additional tips that you, as a coach or a student, use to keep yourself involved and interested in your own piece, please let us know. We are asking for all sorts of engagement from you guys. Do not be afraid to talk to us. We are perfectly lovely people. We are wonderful. Mm -hmm. Okay? I mean, you're listening to us talk, so you must like us to some level. I'm told that in person I'm a little bit intimidating. Oh. But this is the internet. Because you're just so good looking. This is the internet where... Thank you. You're welcome. By the way. Um, This is the internet where you do not have to be intimidated to say anything. Trust me. I see what you guys are saying. Yes. On the internet. So just chat with us. Tell us what's going on in your life. We want to know. 
reach out to us on Facebook or again on Twitter at Forensics Faces. If you do go develop a fake Twitter account for a character in one of your pieces, please tell us about it. Let us know. I want to follow you. And if you want a written out list of all the things that Kurt and I have discussed today, we've got a list for you. We can email it to you if you'd like it. But you know what? Why don't we put it on the website? Oh. Forensicsfaces.com. Go check it out. We'll put, we'll it, put it on the website. I'll make it look beautiful. Nice. Well, that is another episode of Forensics Faces. I'm Kurt. And I'm Melissa, encouraging you to listen, think, and speak. Preferably in that order. Forensics Faces is produced and recorded in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Our theme music was composed and performed by J.J. Hammeister. More info at ForensicsFaces.com. Oh!